Plus day to all, this is Conversation with the Homies. I am your host, Ziha Debe, and thank you for joining us, man. Welcome to the show. It is Conversation with the Homies podcast edition. It's been crazy, man, because these last couple of weeks, I've been promising people we're going to come back with content, but then, hey, man, life happened and things happened and it's made us be confined into our home. So I hope everybody is staying safe washing hands and actually bonding with family you know unfortunately for me i can't be with my family you know all my family is in different parts like my parents are divorced so my mom's on one side my dad's on one side my sister's on another side and you know it's just crazy so my heart goes to each and every one of you guys that are stuck with your family bond with these people they actually turn out to be quite nice people um so today we're going to be talking about something that is talked about but not talked about enough i think there's a lack of understanding there's a lack of acknowledgement and when i say this i hope i don't rub people off the wrong way but as we dive deep into it you'll kind of understand what i mean by that and today we're going to be talking about mental health now as somebody who does suffer from mental health I think it was important to share this. Um, You know, as being a student, sometimes life gets hard, you know. And I can only imagine how it is for somebody who's a breadwinner and um, has to cater for, for people at home and, you know, all those things. I can only imagine. But what I can say is it does get tough, you know. And for many, many years, I didn't understand, uh, what mental health was. I just thought I was an emotional person. I was just like, oh, dude, like really? You're going to cry with this? You know? Until I started having more darker and darker thoughts. Now, I don't want to say that I woke up one morning and was gone. I still suffer. And for me, it has not been diagnosed. So that's just another, you know, obstacle that I as a person have to overcome. I don't want to lie to you. Um, I had anxiety because... I googled where to get a psychologist here in Durban so I can go to them. But anxiety and procrastination stopped me from going. Um, I don't know why, but it is a goal of mine that I should go through and talk to somebody. But this is not about me. It just felt good to vent again. And that is what I realize is lacking with many people, we don't get the opportunity to vent. So let me just dive into the definition that I found according to mentalhealth.gov. It says here, mental health includes our emotional, psychological, and social well-being. It affects how we think, how we feel, and act. It also helps to determine how we handle stress, relate to others, and make choices. Mental health is important at every stage of life from childhood and adolescence through to adulthood. Now, a friend of mine sent me feedback because I put it out on my socials about depression. And she was telling me that most of our parents are stuck in this mentality that um, young adults or children or teenagers should not have um, or do not have mental health issues uh, because they are still students. Uh, They don't have many things to worry about. Everything is provided for them. Uh, And it's crazy, dude. Because at the end of the day, as a person, when you go through a certain stage, you have, it's not like you had a test run and you went through it multiple times, you know, stress is stress. Nonetheless, whether you are breadwinner, whether you're not, stress is stress, you know. 
So one thing that when I was reading this um, definition, what stood out for me, it says, over the course of your life, if you experience mental health problems, your thinking, mood, and behavior could be affected. Now, most of the time, you find that people will be like, oh, no, I just like to sit indoors or... Um, or you get this whole thing of people be like, what's going on? You just, you're not the same. You don't come out anymore and you don't even know why, but it happens. So the warning signs that I did find, which were kind of cool to understand, you know, was pulling away from people and usual activities, having low, no energy, feeling numb or like nothing matters. You know, I struggled with this type of problem where I was feeling numb. I felt like nothing mattered, whether it was school. I didn't care about my schoolwork. I don't care about making friends. I, I don't want to confine in anyone. Like, I was just like, whatever, dude. Anyway. Like, you know? Until I started reading up about it, and it's like, it is signs, or show, I'm showing signs of depression. Now, it worried me a bit, but it worries me after I'll tell you and let you know of the statistics that. There's a lot of people in South Africa that are really, really depressed. And in us being depressed, what are we doing about it? But let me continue. It says here that factors that contribute to mental health will be your biological factors, such as genes, uh, brain chemistry, or brain chemistry. It'll be life experiences such as trauma or abuse, and family history of mental health problems. Now, that one stuck out to me because most of the time, people will think that if if they are stuck with somebody who shows mental health problems and does not know, they'll think it's normal. It's a norm. Or uh, my grandfather acted like this, therefore I act like this. That means I am like my grandfather. Whereas you could be showing signs. And there's a long list, man. Like if I could tell you there's a long list of these type of issues, you, bruh, it's, it's really scary how there's labels and a whole load of things that you feel as a person. You have your clinical dis- depression, you have your anxiety disorder, bipolar disorder, dementia, you have your ADHD, your schizophrenia, your obsessive compulsive disorder, autism, post-traumatic stress disorder, you know, and the list goes on. And as a student teacher, it's it's... You get to see it in children. You get to see children show early signs. But it's not easy for you to go and tell the parent, hey, listen, I feel like your kid has this, you know. Like, as a parent, you're like, uh, well, first of all, and you just calm down, you know. So it's sad because you see this child go through these stages or these phases of just trying to find themselves and balance their emotions out. But there is no way you can help physically like i'm helping you you know you just have to point it out to the parents and if the parent doesn't see it or doesn't want to see it it's a problem you know and it's something that can be passed down you know same thing with life experiences and trauma and abuse man those things really contribute like abuse really contributes to people's um battle with mental health you know so it's sad to know that there are so many people that deal with different types of uh, mental... Oh, sorry, my bad. <laughs> different types of people that um, deal with abuse. It can be 
there's a wide range of abuse, man. There's your physical, your emotional, your mental. But people do suffer from these things. And they really are contributing factors to mental health. Now, I read on the South African College of Applied Psychology blog that according to the South African Depression Anxiety Group, one in six South Africans suffer from anxiety, depression, or substance abuse. But this does not include serious conditions such as bipolar and schizophrenia, which proves that there is a higher level or a higher number of people suffering from all these different things, man. And it made me realize when I was questioning people in terms of feedback that there's a lack of understanding with it because I remember I was having a conversation with my friend and he said to me straight, he's like, listen, it's either ukrendi or yashan. So in translation, it's either you're okay or you're crazy, man. What does that mean? What does that mean? What is okay? What is crazy? You know? And I started to realize within my culture, within the black culture, you know, it's taboo. These things, to have these conversations, it's taboo to have uh, mental health. What is it? What, what's, it's, that's always a question. What is depressing you? What is depression? You know, and there are many documentaries. I saw MTV Base was doing a documentary on uh, black people and uh, depression or mental health. And my people, there is a small number of people that really know that are okay with it. And that is why they believe that talking about it and going to go speak to somebody about it is a white thing. It's a westernized thing. It's not something that you should do. And that's why I think that whole um, being scared to speak to somebody does, you know, it does hold weight in that because a lot of the times you'd see they don't want to speak. Like people don't want to speak about it. And for me, and I say this a lot, like for me, it worries me because I hate to see my people um, oppressed by these things where there are support groups, there are helplines, there are many forms face to face of getting help, you know, and it just goes back to us being questioned I don't want to say ridiculed, but questioned. Why? Where? What in your life is so hectic? You know? And I also realized we have many mental health holidays, right? But are they truly, truly like a public holiday or a holiday where they have weights? Or are they just days where... Just days. Like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you know? Because there are organizations that try their level best to make these days happen. Uh, you have your World Autism Day. You know, there's a, there's a long list. But they are not celebrated, like for example, um, like your Heritage Day. And don't get me wrong, those are important days. Heritage Day in South Africa is a very important day. But should they not or should they be holding weight like those type of days? 
Personally, I believe so. I think it's a very important thing. It is a a a a a problem that we don't celebrate it. You know, everything in this world needs to be celebrated. We need to find things in 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 negative days or negative times. We need to find positive things to keep us going. I'd like to believe, from what I hear. People that have autism have it hard because people don't understand, people don't read about it, people don't question, you know? So I think it's only fair, and it's not just autism, it's only fair to celebrate them in getting through, you know? And I also feel like our world is slowly adjusting to everything and every um, type of person you know, and whatever the decisions that people make, you know, for example, people are now understanding, accepting, embracing the LGBTQ committee, plus, my bad, I'm so sorry, plus committee, you know, so I feel like things like that, these type of disorders need to slowly be embraced and acknowledged, um, because at the end of the day, we don't know, as people who have not been diagnosed for it, we don't know how it feels to go about your daily life, you know. So, I think it should be celebrated. Now, another thing that I read on South African uh, Depression and Anxiety Group is it claims that less than 16% of sufferers receive treatment for their mental health. Now, questions arose in my head. What happens to the rest? Where can pe- people seek help? Why are people afraid to seek help? Now, that is where you guys come in as the listeners. You know, it would have been great to speak to um, people that deal with things like this, you know. But because of lockdown, it's just made it a bit harder. You know, it would have been great to have this as a conversation with conversation with the homies. Um, so you guys can see it and see the people who you can talk to, uh, you know. I At the end of the show, I will let you know what I have found where you can seek help, you know. Um, it just, when I was doing my research, right, I found it so sad that... Things like your suicide crisis line and your national crisis line are not lines or not toll-free lines. These are serious things. In your moments of having suicidal thoughts, you need to think about getting airtime to get help. So it, it really made me sad. But I guess... I don't know. I think it's something that I can challenge. I think this is a topic that should be done again on Conversations with the Homies after lockdown. And really have people answer to these questions. Have more people give feedback, you know. I want people to know that Conversations with the Homies is a safe place. It's a place for you to relieve yourself and, you know... Have a conversation. For me, I would like I would like to state that helps me. Talking to people, talking about certain problems helps me 
in so many ways, you know. It's been great talking to you guys. It really has. This is the beginning of many. So I'm hoping that as we go on, we're going to have more and more people join on to listening to this podcast. Now, as I promised, I said I was going to give you um, organizations in which you guys can talk to and get help, man. Because at the end of the day, it's very important in order for you to balance out your life and live a happy life. And this is from Z to you is in order for you to have a happy life and a balanced life, you really need to have, and I always say this, have a conversation with yourself, understand what's going on and understand that you are not wrong for feeling how you're feeling, you know, and there's always help, you know, whether it be your friends, family, a counselor, hey, even me, I'm willing to listen, I'm generally willing to listen, so we have here South African Depression and Anxiety Group. You can find them on sadag.org. There's a crisis. Oh, the hub, the 24-hour helpline, my bad, is 0888456789. I'll repeat that. 0800456789. And the suicide crisis line is 0800 five six seven five six seven i repeat that again this is the crisis line zero eight double zero five six seven five six seven and then we have things like lifeline which are they have many offices across south africa you can find them on lifeline sa.co.za the National Counseling Line is 0861-322-322. I'll repeat that for you. 0861-322-322. The Stop Gender Violence is a toll-free helpline, which is 0800-150-150. I'll repeat that. 0800 one five zero one five zero and their AIDS helpline is zero double zero zero one two three two two. I'll repeat that one, it's a bit of a tongue twister. Zero eight double zero zero one two three two two. Thank you for joining us. My name is Z. You can find me on Instagram at Z underscore your faith. And thank you for joining us, man. It's been great.